away. Huberto walks in, makes a move, and he scores! Jonathan Huberto! And he scores! Alexander Markov! What a move! He's giving the Panthers the lead once again! Welcome to Territory Talk, the official podcast of the Florida Panthers. Here are your hosts, Jameson Olive and Doug Plagans. Hey everybody, welcome into Territory Talk, the official podcast of the Florida Panthers, presented as always by Baptist Health, the official sports medicine provider of the Florida Panthers. Lots to get to here today, as always, on Talk. I don't think we've ever jumped into a show and said, well, you know what, we don't have a lot to tell you this week, because this week, as always, we have a lot to talk about. We've got a special guest coming your way here in just a moment, and we're going to continue and really wrap up talking about the Panthers' free agent acquisition. We're going to dive a little deeper into what it means to have Alexander Wemberg and Vinny Hinestroza, a couple of 26-year-old forwards in the mix. Doug Plagans here with you as always. Jameson Olive, your friend from FloridaPanthers.com. He's here as well. And I said we had a special guest, and I believe she was promoted past the guest status a long time ago. I'm not exactly sure what her title is at this point in time, and that's why we are going to let Fox Sports Florida's Jessica Blaylock tell us how we should identify her. Jessica, how should we identify you here on Territory Talk? I believe special correspondent was where we left off. I think we've officially upgraded it to queen of Territory Talk. I'm okay with that. I'm, I'm, I'm okay with that. I'm okay with it as long as it still comes with a per diem and a parking spot. Oh, yes. The per diem, the parking spot, and of course, the uh, paid vacation each year. Yes. <laughs> We could probably provide all that. I don't believe we've uh, we have a, a queen. Our budget is open through spot, the roof. So. Yes, <laughs> yeah. So we could. I think we can accommodate uh, all of those requests. We'll put you in touch, Queen with, Jess. Uh, we'll put you in touch with the Territory Talk Accounting Department here uh, in just a little bit. <laughs> Jameson, all FloridaPanthers.com. We are going to be uh, getting into the free agent acquisitions. The last couple that we haven't really gotten into in depth. We've turn this into really an ongoing series touching on the different players that the Panthers have brought in over the last month or so. Today, Alexander Wemberg, Vinny Hinestroza. I guess let's get right into it. Uh, I think these are two very good ads, two guys that really increase the depth up front. And also, especially when you look at uh, a guy like Alexander Wemberg, a guy who's been a first round pick and has had some really nice seasons in Columbus, and he's going to come in here with an opportunity to really grab a a pretty big role in this Panthers lineup. Vinny Hinestroza, guy who comes in with some familiarity to coach Joel Quenville. Yeah, I mean, you know, starting off with Wenberg there, uh, it's a guy, like you mentioned earlier, 26 years old, you know, another guy that, as we've talked about with all these free agents, for the most part, a lot of these guys entering their prime, he's one of those guys, uh, a few seasons removed, let's see, uh, this, you know, four, three or four seasons removed from when he put up 59 points in Columbus, uh, that was kind of his breakout year since then, he's kind of struggled to get those numbers again, but, uh, you know, he said as much, you know, things were kind of, you know, winding down in Columbus, this is a chance for a fresh start, a chance to get back to those numbers, like we said, at 26 years old, uh, when you look at what he can do uh, you know once again this is personal opinion maybe he's the the second line center here for the Panthers heading into the season at least to start I think he's going to get that opportunity of course with that role with the talent around him he's going to have a chance to put up those numbers again uh, obviously motivated to do that Bill Zito obviously knows him very well from their time together in Columbus so uh, he knows exactly what he's getting in Alex Wenberg um, and that's the reason I think to be you know uh, excited about this another chance you know, another reclamation project here for the Panthers a guy uh, very low risk short-term deal as Bill Zito kind of tries 
tries to impart, you know, uh, what he wants this team to look like, both on and off the ice, culture things. He's a culture guy. Uh, Bill Zito said as much. But before, you know, we talk a little bit more, we did have a chance to talk to Alex Wenberg shortly after he did sign with the Panthers. No, I mean, it's uh, like you said, uh, I knew it from before he's been in Columbus. So uh, obviously when uh, we came to a situation with me getting bought out and uh, I'm looking at free agency, he was one of the first people to reach out to me. And like I said, I, I know him pretty well. He talked about uh, with the team, with the organization, everything. And I mean, I, I'm just super excited for the opportunity right here. I'll say right away when he was talking about it and just knowing from playing against Florida, I feel like it's it's a really interesting team right there. And uh for me, I mean, obviously, it's it's a stressful day, a lot of phone calls, a lot of things happening, but uh, I couldn't be happy with the results. So, yeah, I mean, it, it's it's something else for sure. Uh, I didn't know about getting bought out uh, before, like, I don't know, like, 1st of October. So it happened pretty quick. And just to take the whole thing in, like, you're getting bought out, a new team, a new situation, go free agency, it's it's a roller coaster for sure. But I'm also really excited for it. I mean, for me, it felt like I, I need a new place, someone who wants to believe in me, wants to, wants me to play that type of way. And uh, I mean, looking at Florida right there, I, I couldn't find a better option right there. And uh, like you said, though, it's crazy. But right now with everything that happened, I'm, I'm so psyched about it. And uh, I'm so excited for it to get started. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I mean, for me, it just obviously, uh, I feel like I have a lot more to bring. Last couple of years have been kind of a couple of down years for me. And I feel like uh, for me personally, obviously you want to, right now coming in and like you said, a jump start. but I feel like I have a potential to be better and also help the organization team that wants me. And if they believe in me, I can really play to my strength. And uh, that's pretty much how Florida right there. I feel like this is a great opportunity for me, a great opportunity for them as well to, like you said, I feel like it could be a really good fit. And um, like I said, it, it, right now it's, it's a lot of thing happening and it's a lot of emotions, but I feel like for me personally and hockey wise, this is, this is the place I want to be. Like I said, I feel like uh, my situation in Columbus wasn't, it wasn't helping me. It wasn't helping the team as well in Columbus. I feel like it wasn't the best fit. So right now to have uh, a different, different team, like I said, Columbus is the only team I played in the NHL before. So I, I don't know anything else so right now to have, new organization new team and experience new things this is something i'm uh, i'm really excited about and i feel like it could be like i said fresh start obviously it's a good thing but uh, i feel just just how how this year and uh, coming into this it's something that i feel like it's going to help me to be a better person be a better hockey player and uh, i mean like i said i'm i'm super excited about it so big thanks to Alex there for joining us. Uh, I guess it was a couple weeks ago now. Uh, time's flying here. I mean, things happen really quick there with uh, the draft and free agency. But now uh, we've had a chance to cool down a bit. But like you said, we're, we're recapping all these guys uh, here on Territory Talk. And he said a lot of the same things we've already said, you know, talking about, you know, this being a great opportunity, you know, a second chance, his relationship with Bill Zito, all those good things. Um, and, and he's a guy I'm really excited about, Doug. I know you are too. Yeah, as soon as I saw that things that, that Columbus and, and Alexander Wemberg were were going to go their separate ways as soon as that happened i thought you know maybe maybe this is a fit down here and sure enough uh bill zito was able to bring him in and and he's a guy who's posted some good numbers and has shown he can play up and down the lineup and he's had some nice seasons and i think he's somebody that could really fit in nicely here and as you said a a low risk acquisition who has some tremendous upside this was a 14th overall pick so i think bringing in a guy with that kind of that kind of upside that kind of talent is certainly a good move for bill 
Bill Zito. So. And, and I got to ask, Jess, like, so when this was all going down, were you st- this was still in Marlins playoff mode, correct? Yes. I think when most of the hockey moves started being made for the Florida Panthers, uh, we were still deeply into Marlins baseball, putting a wrap on their season. And like you mentioned, in a playoff race. Uh, But once I had a chance uh, to kind of put a wrap on baseball and really look at some of the moves that were being made by Bill Zito, by the Florida Panthers, I'm so excited to see what's been done already. I think it's bringing in guys who are going to add a physical toughness element on the ice. I think it's bringing in guys, you mentioned this earlier, who are about to hit their prime when it comes to their hockey skill and talent. So I think that there's a lot to be excited about going into this season based on the moves that have already been made leading up to the start of this year. And we want to get your thoughts just on what might be the move that excites you the most, whether it was one of the signings, whether it was a trade, and we'll get to that in in just a moment, but we want to dive right into the Vinny Hinestrosa uh, part of the conversation here. Because Let's lay it all have, out there first. We do yeah. have a little bit of we do have a little bit of uh, of audio to come here from Vinny Hinestrosa as well from his introductory virtual press conference, if you will. But uh, I remember when this guy came out of Notre Dame, made his debut professionally in the Blackhawks organization with Rockford, climbed his way up the ranks and he was able to get his introduction into pro hockey at least at the NHL level playing under Joel Quenville and I can't imagine how valuable that experience can be for a young guy you're coming right in and your first taste of the NHL involves having one of the best coaches of all time behind the bench had to be quite a learning experience but that's also something that could help Vinny when he comes into uh, being a member of the Panthers now yeah and two seasons ago 39 points career high 16 goals 23 assists uh, he's shown he can put up those numbers, um, which is what the Panthers, I don't know if they expect, you know, specifically those numbers. I think that'd be kind of a bonus. But you talk about Henestrosa and Wenberg, and both of those guys, I really don't know where they're going to be playing. Like I said, Wenberg, I, I think maybe 2C, but Henestrosa is one of those guys where uh, very versatile, which is uh, it's a word Belzito used to describe him, uh, Wenberg, uh, Carter Verhage, all those and, guys. And when you say you don't know where they slot in, that's part of a good problem. Yeah. That's what people need to realize. It's, it's because of the increased depth that all these acquisitions plus the acquisitions of Patrick Hornquist and, you know, Ryan Lomberg and some of the other forwards that we've talked about. It's a good problem to have when you have a lot of pieces and then you have a chance to really see where they're all going to And I think that makes everyone better, too, because everyone's fighting for the same jobs uh, all the time. You know, Hennestros uh, is a guy that, you know, could start as the fourth line center, or the fourth line right wing and two days in be the third line center, or the third line right wing and uh, vice versa. You really don't know. And I think that's kind of part of the internal competition, which I think is really going to help because all these guys uh, in particular, the guys they brought in, the new guys are all guys that are looking to earn that next big deal. So many of these guys are coming in on short term deals, uh, prove it deals with the Panthers. So all of them, you know, are coming in wanting to have the best seasons of their lives uh, at, you know, 26, 25 years old. Um, so that should add, you know, you uh, that should make everyone better in the locker room there for the Panthers. But we talked about the sound here a little bit. Uh, just like Alex Wenberg, we did have a chance to talk to Vinny Hendestroza shortly after he signed with the Panthers. And here's what he had to say. Uh, yeah, I think for me, it's a great fit. Um, looking for a new opportunity, a new place to go. Um, I'm familiar with Coach Q and uh, his systems and um, talked to a few guys down there in Florida and they absolutely love it. And um, it's a tough team to play against. Um, 
it's always tough playing them. So um, I know everyone down there wants to win and I want to win. So I think it's a perfect fit for me. Yeah, I think there's definitely be that uh, comfortability there. Um, just being familiar with the coach, but I'm sure he does some things different. I'm sure uh, the systems are a little different than they were in Chicago. Um, obviously, I probably forgot some of them being in Arizona for the last two years. So uh, I'm just excited to get down there, um, earn my opportunities and uh, work hard. Yeah, I think the past two years, um, my defensive part of my game has really grown. And I think uh, coming to Florida, I want to be a player that could t- play in all types of situation. Um, I want to try to earn my ice time on the power play. I want to kill penalties and obviously play five on five. So uh, I think for me, it's just, uh, just putting my game together, coming down and, and putting everything together. Yeah, I think for me, it's just uh, a confidence thing. I think um, I was getting a lot of opportunities that year. Um, I was getting some bounces. Um, I was playing with the right player. So I think uh, it was just a good year. And obviously last year wasn't uh, the year I wanted to have after that. Um, But I know I could do it. I know I could have a better year than I even had that year. So um, like I said earlier, I just want to put my well-rounded game together um, defensively, offensively, and, and come down and really be that complete player I know I could be. Yeah, I do. I feel like um, I'm in the best shape of my life. I feel like um, I'm in the best mental space I've ever been in. Um, so I think um, my games really come together. I've learned a lot and I'm not really scared of anything uh, in the league anymore. I'm, I'm just excited to come to Florida and play. It's a new beginning, um, new opportunity and uh, first start with some new teammates. Great to hear from Vinny there. Nice to have another Vinny in South Florida. We went briefly without one, and we got another one back in there, so that's great. Uh, of course, Vincent Trocek, we all you know still wish the best uh, in, in Carolina, but now we have Vinny Henestroza here with the Panthers, and uh, I liked what he had to say. He talked about, you know, uh, we asked him about, you know, 39 points two years ago. He said, you know, there's a great opportunity, uh, you know, play with some great players, and you, you think with the Panthers, he's going to have a great opportunity. He's going to play with some good players, so uh, that's a reason to think maybe he can replicate those numbers here in South Florida. And if you just base it off the feel of the games, the Panthers, Panthers played against the Coyotes over the last couple of years, and I know they don't see each other a lot, but it just always felt like Vinny Henestrosa was in the middle of the offense, in the middle of what the Coyotes were trying to put together and had some nice games against the Panthers. So uh, nice to have them on our side here going into the 2021 season. So you've gotten better at that. I'm still struggling with 2020, 21. The, it's, it's a just lot so, of, it's saying a lot of 20. It's a lot of, uh, it's a, it, you feel like you're repeating yourself, mm-hmm. but you're really just saying the technical designation of what this season's going to be called the 2020 2021 season jess let's, let's hear it how do you feel about the 2020 2021 season <laughs> i i just want to hear don't you say it <laughs> usually even know what day or what <laughs> month we're in so don't even ask me about what year we're in but uh 2020 2021 does it roll off the tongue yeah that actually yeah. No, it's it, almost it seems <laughs> it seems wrong but it's not it's almost easier to say 2020 2021 than 2020 21 <laughs> I don't even know anymore. <laughs> it just it, it feels like it feels easier to throw in that extra. Time. I think this is a, this is another one of those things we need to get. Uh, who, Dan, Rosen. Dan Rosen. Dan the, the Rosen. Mr. Clarification. Dan Rosen. What day is it? October. <laughs> is it? No, it's November. It's now. actually November. The calendar is a, has actually turned into November. Remember? Do you ever listen? Fans remember? Billy Madison will understand. <laughs> did, did you ever listen to the early November? No. Drive through records? No. 
Is that a band or a yeah. song? Yeah, yeah. early November. Never heard of it. It is early in the month of November. So but but J- Jess, we were talking about uh, obviously uh, taking a break here from you know the New Panthers and getting over to, to Jess a little bit, who's you know joined us today. Is I know people are interested. I'm always interested. Is you have such a strict schedule in normal times. You go like hockey. Hockey leads right into baseball. Right. You, you leave hockey a couple days early to do baseball, and then right when baseball ends, like you go right into hockey. Right. So what does your schedule look like now, and kind of how are you work? Like are, are you? I know like we don't. You know, knock on wood, Jan Juan, they're talking about tentative date for the NHL to get going. Are you getting ready for hockey right now? How's that going? Yeah, right now I get up at about 1030, 11 <laughs> o'clock in the morning, snuggle with the dogs for a few hours. Uh, finally get up, make my coffee around two o'clock in the <laughs> afternoon, watch some HGTV. Okay. Eat dinner, read a little bit, call it a night. Do the same thing the next day. No, I'm just kidding. I've watched. Um, so by those calculations, you're awake for like <laughs> seven hours a day. Yeah, pretty much. I, I think we did a good. This day. should be our next inside the Panthers. <laughs> just how a day in the life her days. No, um, and it's it's so funny because even just sitting here talking about these players that we're going to have the opportunity to get to know, uh, talking about what lines could potentially look like. You know, I I'm sitting here and I just got so excited all of a sudden at the thought that hockey is on the way. And yeah, you're right. I mean, normally my quote unquote breaks vacations are kind of scheduled into whatever season I'm covering. You know, maybe I'll work 17 baseball games in a row and then have a week off. Maybe I'll travel for a hockey road trip and then Katie's on the next one. So that's when I have some downtime. Um, And right now, I've got nothing but downtime and I'm just anxiously awaiting for uh, the puck to drop. But um, yeah, I I think right now it's really just getting to, you know, do some research, reading about some of the guys that we've signed, um, you know, hoping that we'll get to start jumping on some some more interviews in the upcoming month or so hopefully preparing for a season can't wait to hear what coach Quenville has to say about all the new additions can't wait to see how they slot in um and more than anything just can't wait to see everyone hit the ice whether it's training camp whether it's you know practices that start to be available uh, for us to go to whatever it may be but i am just anxiously anxiously awaiting the the start of the 2020, 2021, 2020, 2020, 2020, 20. <laughs> <laughs> Well, no, I, I know, I know we all are. And I, I, I just miss, you know, the crew seeing all you guys, seeing Randy Moeller, seeing everyone. I've been to a live sporting, you know, a live hockey game since, uh, when was Luongo night? March 9th? 7th. March 7th. So yeah, it's been a long time since we've all been together at the rink. So I know we're all, we're all looking forward to that. But today we went over Vinny Henestrosa, Alex Wenberg. I think that covers it now for the free. We've touched on all of the new acquisitions. For the most part. We haven't yeah. gotten to a couple of the other guys, a couple of smaller signings, uh, Scott Wilson, Mason Marchman. Right. We touched uh, on all the NHL level. Uh, yeah. There's yeah, a couple the, guys that came big, in on two-way deals. free agency, start a free agency deal. We'll get into the, 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 you know, the two-way deals and the Charlotte signings and all those things a little bit later on when we get closer, hopefully here to uh, things getting underway. But uh, a couple, you 
you know, a little bit of house cleaning here. A couple other big announcements here that we haven't had a chance to get to. Uh, the Panthers hockey ops, two new additions recently. Bill Zito, of course, still, you know, changing a lot of things there. Uh, Paul Kropelka, uh, new assistant general manager. Tom Bark, new assistant to the general manager. And I know Jess is an office fan. Everyone, I don't watch The Office, but everyone says there's an office joke there whenever that comes up. Well, what is You that? never watched The Office? Never seen an episode, Interesting. no. Well, it's with uh, Michael Scott and Dwight Schrute. Uh, Dwight always wants to be known as assistant regional manager, and Michael always corrects him and says assistant to the regional manager because obviously there's a huge difference. Okay, so I, I get that now <laughs> enough, I think. But anytime that because it comes up a lot in hockey because every hockey team has an assistant to the general manager and that, that joke always comes up and I just go, ha 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 ha, but I, I don't get See, it. See, since 2000, there's only three TV series I've ever showed the slightest bit of interest in and that's one of them. What are the other two? Entourage and Flight of the Concords. I didn't know he was Flight of the Concords. I knew you were an entourage guy, but I'm, I'm happy to hear Flight of the Concords. Yeah, watch the a great show. Thing. Yeah, when they took roll. We could have taken roll before the before territory. <laughs> Jess? Here, present. Uh, present. 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 <laughs> See, even I say it. And Doug, present. All right, let's go. I haven't, I, I watched season one of Flight of the Concords forever ago. So it's one of those ones that I need to refresh myself on because it is so funny. And Murray is such a fantastic character. He is, he is. And I, 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 I need more Murray in my life. I need more Flight of the Conquerors. I think I'm going to watch some Flight of the Conquerors after hearing that. You could watch the whole series uh, like just the end we, of the day we, today. We, we had a lot you of downtime. so rock and roll <laughs> <laughs> with your leather jacket and you're throwing chairs off the balcony. I have you're seen. so rock and roll. That is a great episode. Um... <laughs> Going back, like we're talking about Panthers hockey ops here. Yes. Um, uh, that's the best part about having Jess on is we always go off track and then immediately get back on track. There is nothing that I am better at than distracting people <laughs> from what they're really supposed to be talking about at the time. <laughs> I have such an ability to go off on tangents. Well, I think the I think the listeners like when you go off on tangents. I don't know if they like when James and I go off on tangents, but they like when you go off on tangents. We hear you about go, it on You, you go off on better tangents Join than me us. on a magic carpet ride down a <laughs> playlock tangent. Um, but hockey operations, uh, those are two, you know, new additions there. Happy to have them. You know, you, you go back a little bit towards the draft. Other new additions, you know, uh, you, you look at what they already did. Gregory Campbell, Blake Jeffreyon, of course, uh, Rick Dudley, Paul Fenton, PJ Fenton. All these new guys coming to Hockey Ops. I'm sure Some there's great experience among a those lot of names experience, as well. a lot of different backgrounds. I'm sure, you know, uh, as we go along here, Bill Zito is going to keep updating that Hockey Operations Department. But I love I, I see what he's doing and I love it. There's a lot of different guys with a lot of different experience levels. And I, I looking at that group. I know there's probably a lot of guys in that room that don't agree on everything. Thing. And Bill Zito said as much during the draft. He was challenging all the decisions that were made in the room. And I think uh, that's going to make a good hockey operations department, a, a group of guys in a room all challenging each other to really fight for their decisions and really have to, you know, you know, say this is we're doing this because of this. I believe this and really convincing everyone in the room. And I, I like that. I'm interested to see how that turns out, because, of course, this is year one. This is year one of Bill Zito. We talk about the roster moves, the free agents, the draft, all this stuff. Um, it, Yes, the team's going to look very different, but it's not going to look, I don't think, like the finished Bill Zito product until maybe year, year three. Maybe that's how long it typically takes. It does takes. take time, I and mean, we've already seen about a third of the roster overturn here over the last couple of months. And that doesn't mean the team's not going to be competitive. It's going to be a really competitive team. This team's going to, you know, they're looking to win every single night. But I'm just talking about in terms of, like, that overall identity when a team, you can say, okay, that's a Bill Zito team, you know, front to back. By the way, Jameson, I think you mentioned this earlier in the show, which addition to the team oh we gotta go back to this yes, yes we yes. never got to this this was something we teased off the top and then we just kind of kicked it aside but yes Jess what excites you the most whether it's a signing or a trade or any move that's been made personnel wise uh, over the course of the last few months I think it's hard to go with anything other than Patrick Hornquist for me Which I feels like 80 years ago now well and and the thing about Hornquist he he comes in with obviously 
Stanley Cup experience, most importantly. Two rings. Knowing how to finish in the playoffs. But I think the thing that you always hear about a guy like Patrick Hornquist is how much he hates losing. And I love that he is going to bring that intensity, that attitude. Um, I think he's the type of player that Joel Quenville dreams of having in a lineup. I think he's the type of player that fans dream of having in a lineup. So I am really, really looking forward to watching Patrick Hornquist suit up in um, a Panthers uniform. And I'm going to have to work on that Hornquist. Are you going to go for the Quist? The Quist. Patrick Hornquist. Who'll be a part of the Panthers 2020 and 2021 season. Exactly. <laughs> I've got a lot to work on before the start of the season. No, he's a, he's a huge addition. You, you look at all the guys, and I think that's another theme we've talked about, you know, with all these new additions, guys entering their prime, versatile guys. But the overarching thing that Bill Zito said is he wants guys that are business-like, hard workers, guys that, you know, hate to lose, love to win. And it seems silly to say hate to lose, love to win. Obviously, if you're a professional athlete, you think everyone wants that. But there's certain people and certain guys that really do take it to another level. And those are the kind of guys that Bill Zito wants. Well, here. I think if you just go down the down the list. I mean, you look at Nudavara and Wenberg, they come from an organization that has been able to to really show some promise that's gotten into the playoffs, players that are used to playing a very disciplined system under John Tortorella. And that was a great learning experience for some for some young guys to be able to go through that. And then you look at a guy like Radko Gudis. He's been a part of winning teams. You look at Carter Verhage. He comes in having just won a Stanley Cup with the Tampa Bay Lightning. He was in a locker room with Steven Stamkos and Victor Hedman. And you go right down the list and guys that he was certainly able to, to learn from just about a, a year year after making his uh, NHL debut. So no doubt he's going to bring in that know-how-to-win attitude. Vinny Hinestroza has played under Joel Quenville. He's played with Jonathan Taves, Patrick Kane, Duncan Keith, and uh, and Corey Crawford, and the whole whole group of guys that accomplished so much there in Chicago. When you bring in guys like this that have been places, been in locker rooms where they've been able to learn from future Hall of Famers, they've been able to be a part of deep playoffs, runs they've been with head coaches that have you know really uh, really preached a very disciplined system I think it makes it that much easier for them to transition to to a new team and I think the Panthers are really going to reap the benefits and, of, and, I, and I will say guys. one thing um, I know Jess wants to say something here as well but just touching on that real quick is I feel like a lot of times when you try to have that cultural overhaul that culture change uh, maybe you try to bring in one or two big figures and hope they can just do it themselves and change everything and all that because a culture change doesn't necessarily mean you know what you're doing is wrong it's just it's just not what you want it to be it's something different it's just you you want to you know turn the ship here a little bit and go in a different direction but to bring in you know what, what is it now eight or nine different people as of right now into that room uh that's you know that's almost half the team uh, and that's how you do a real co- sweeping culture change is you not only bring in people that have what you want you bring in guys that are going to figure out the new culture together and, and i think so i'm not saying you touched on their bit they're all going to take bits and pieces from where they're coming from to make something completely new here in south florida and a lot of these guys guys are coming from somewhere where there was some success to a degree. Uh, some experienced the highest level of success, but where there has been, you know, some some success that they've been able to be a part of. And you can't put a price on how valuable that is when guys come in knowing what it feels like to be in a playoff race, be in a deep playoff run. Radko Gudis, love it. I think the signing I'm most intrigued by is Verhage, right? Because Verhage coming from Tampa where they're so deep and there's so much talent, I think we're finally going to get a glimpse of 
what Verhage can really, really be for a team. And I, I, Doug and I were talking about that when we, had, when we talked about Verhage a couple episodes ago, was that uh, whenever we saw him play, which of course Panthers Lightning was like eight or nine times this year, and he played in most of those games, uh, he was always the guy where we, I, I looked at him and said, oh great, you know, there's Tampa's next big guy because they always seem to find those guys. Like in my mind, you know, the Tampa was going to go into this offseason, they were going to find a way to, you know, get rid of Tyler Johnson, Alice Kaloran, two of course big pieces of that team. Uh, but of course, then I, in my mind, I was like, oh, yeah. and then Carter Verhage slides up the lineup and he becomes a 60 point guy because that's what Tampa does. And to get you know, to get him before he became that guy with Tampa, I think it's a huge get for the Panthers. And if he does get the opportunities here, like we talked about, uh, I'm, I'm with Jess. I'm super excited about Carter Verhage. I'm excited about all these guys. Because so many of these guys, uh, it, it's about potential and it's about what they're going to do with this opportunity, which makes it really interesting. When you can give guys an opportunity to take their game to a new level, it's uh, it's something that can really, really help the team overall and fuel what you mentioned earlier, Jameson, as a, as a healthy competition up and down the lineup with the depth that's been accumulated by Bill Zito. So tons of reasons for Panthers fans to be excited about these additions, kind of putting a, putting a bow on our discussion, our ongoing discussion about the Panthers acquisitions, whether it was through trades or through free agency kind of started with the, with the, with the announcement of Bill Zito is really where we started talking about been a while, two new months. acquisitions. And that's been, uh, that was a couple of months ago. And then we got into talking about, you know, the big trade involving Patrick Hornquist coming into town. And then uh, of course, all the signings. So we've, gone through all of it over the last uh, couple of months talking about what is going to really comprise this new look for the Panthers when they ultimately hit the ice in the 2020-2021 season. <laughs> Other things to get to though. Uh first uh, you know I wanted to wanted to ask uh, ask Jess since we, since we have her here um you know we get to a, get to a couple more questions. We flew her Jess, in for this. And then we've got to, <laughs> yes we did. We did. We, we flew her all the way across town and uh and we will also get uh, get some uh, other items. Uh, we'll have some other items to get to. Um, an announcement coming up. Another uh, virtual 5K coming mm-hmm. up. The Stash Dash 5K. So we'll talk about that coming up here in just a moment. But Jess, having gone through uh, through the the baseball season, I guess if you had to give us the uh, you know the the Reader's Digest version, if you will. I heard that uh, phrase used recently. At, uh, Bill Zito used it. Liked it. Yeah. Bill Zito. Bill Zito used it uh, of uh, of the the 2020 baseball season. I mean the the Marlins saw a little bit of everything but we talk about reasons south florida sports fans should be excited about the panthers but the same can be said about the uh, the miami marlins who really uh, really showed a lot this season and, and were able to find their way into the mlb postseason format which was very exciting yeah and and first off i was so unbelievably happy and excited for uh Don Mattingly, players like Miguel Rojas, Brian Anderson, who have obviously gone through a couple of tough seasons um, with the Marlins, just for them, after what they went through, especially at the beginning of the year, for them to have success, for them to have a winning record, for them to make the playoffs, I could not have been more happy for these guys who have become like family to me, you know, guys that I've, I've been with for years now. Um, Don Mattingly, who I've, you know, been with for years now, uh, first off, just thrilled at the season that they were able to put together. Um, and secondly, just felt so lucky to be a part of it. I mean, that was the, the thing that really always came to me when I was sitting in Marlins park, watching the Marlins play home game was, 
I just felt so incredibly grateful to be one of the few people who was in the ballpark and was able to watch a game in person. Um, And then, of course, you know, just missing the fans. Uh, you know, that is that is the one element that makes games so much fun, especially at Marlins Park. Marlins fans and Panther fans, I've said this before and I will say it again, have been so wonderful. They were always so welcoming and fans have become like family too, right? You see... And there's, some, a, there's a crossover there too. Yeah, absolutely. And you see some of the same fans at Panther games that you see at Marlins games, Um and I, I just I missed the interactions. I miss getting able, you know, getting the opportunity to say hi to people or people coming up and saying hi and wanting to talk about the team for a few minutes. And, you know, you certainly miss that, but you completely understand all of the regulations that were in place this season to make sure everybody was safe. Everybody was uh, smart about, you know, just everything going on. But um, really a, a very unique season, a very bizarre season as far as what it looked like, but probably one of the seasons I'll look back on uh, with a lot of just really fond memories of, you know, Um, but yeah, just the excitement of what's still to come too, right? The excitement of, of young prospects that are so talented that we haven't even seen called up yet. The, the excitement of this uh, young rotation continuing to, to take steps forward in the right direction. Uh, a guy like Starling Marte that you know you're going to have for a little bit longer, who's a great addition. How much fun it was to have a guy like Jesus Aguilar, who not only had a, a good season, but was, you know, the life of the party as far as his personality on and off the field. So just a, a lot of things to still be so excited about. Um and it's just a good time right now, right? For South Florida sports. Yeah, he, he, in he we're just in the he, finals, two a time in Miami. Exactly, They're having a great season. You know, Marlins making the playoffs and some of the changes that uh, the Florida Panthers have made. So it's it's a good one time. of these days. All four are going to be good yeah, at the same it's a good time. time. We're due. South Florida sports fan. So the uh, the Panthers, of course, uh, and the Marlins, uh, with uh, a lot to look forward to. Panthers fans, Marlins fans, lots to be excited about uh, moving forward. And uh, and a season, as Jess said, a season like none that we've ever seen before. And uh, and you guys did a, a great job making it all work, uh, considering the the circumstances that were in play. Yeah, and that's the thing that at the end of the day, you know, we want to make sure that we put on a good broadcast with the stats and you know the. X's and O's and, and all of that. But I think we also we just want to make sure that we're having fun and that we're we're having fun with the people who are watching and we're including fans in the broadcast. I think that was the biggest thing as well is you want to make sure that people who can't be there still feel like they're a part of it. And I hope fans felt that way. And, you know, we had a lot of fun through sometimes difficult circumstances, but, um, at the end of the day, I'm just, I'm always going to look back on this season with just a sense of, thankfulness that I had the chance to be a part of it. And speaking of fans, digital events and social distancing, Doug, you have a big event coming up here with the Panthers. 
The Stash Dash 5K? Yes. That's what we're going to dive into here. It's been announced. The uh, Stash Dash 5K, the inaugural Stash Dash 5K, presented by Sylvester Comprehensive Cancer Center, part of the University of Miami Health System, a virtual run designed to raise awareness for men's cancer research and prevention and will take place between Friday, November 20th and Monday, November 23rd. So that is going to be uh, something that, similar to the to the virtual 5K that we did the territory uh, back, in, uh, back in, I believe that was April feels like and I did that I did the yeah, territory trot I, I did great. as well I felt great doing it but I don't think I've run since then so I have to do a couple laps well, around I the before this. The disclaimer at that point in time gyms were closed so I was running every single day and I felt better about running at that point in time than I've ever felt in my whole life gyms are back open so I'm not running every single day now and it might be a little bit of a battle when uh, when it comes time to do the territory trot 5k but I'm going to give it my best I'm going to be out there running it and we want everybody else to do the same and we want you to get involved on social media lots of different ways you can do that so make sure you follow along uh, at fla panthers go to floridapanthers.com for all the information it's all there get yourself signed up and we can't wait to uh, see everybody's involvement and that's about it for this week's edition of territory talk uh, big thanks as always to the queen to the the queen of territory talk yes newly uh, <laughs> newly uh, named queen of territory talk uh, here jess blaylock from fox sports Florida. We thank you very much for being on board, and I'm not sure where we would promote you from there. It's a pretty high honor, distinction, and title. Universe, Queen of the Universe, not just Queen of Territory Talk. The territory Talk has no control. You might be the Queen of Fox Sports of Florida as well. Nowhere to go but up. <laughs> The, uh, the But the Territory Talk, as always, folks, presented by Baptist Health, the official sports medicine provider of the Florida Panthers. That's about it for us. We'll have a special guest coming your way next week. Don't want to get into any more details than that, but we have a special guest coming up next week, so you won't want to miss it. New material each and every Wednesday from us here at Territory Talk. And as always, you can listen at floridapanthers.com slash Territory Talk, iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, Spotify. You obviously found it someplace if you're listening to it right now, so we thank you very much for being on board with us. For Jameson Olive, for Jessica Blaylock from Fox Sports Florida, (laughs) I'm Doug Plagans. Thanks very much for being with us. And uh, we will be not present until the new episode comes out one week from today. New material every Wednesday. We'll talk to you next week. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening to Territory Talk, the official podcast of the Florida Panthers. For all your Panthers news and information, follow FLA Panthers on Twitter.